Welcome to the Wanting to Wealthy podcast, where we approach financial education in unconventional ways. My name is Ashley Hogan, and if you are looking for a different path to reach your financial goals, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Happy fall season. Today I want to talk about holidays, and not only holidays with children, but the underlying stigma that in a first world country we have lots of holidays and we tend to uh, want to spend money at every turn for all of these holidays and just thinking of the major ones um, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Independence Day, Halloween, Christmas, birthdays, it, it, it can be overwhelming where a lot of times you just have to have a budget item of gifts because there's always something to buy. So today I really want to talk about how can we look at all of these holidays differently. Um, and I don't think that these apply just to having children. I think that you could do this um, with your family or your significant other or um, even your animals. If uh, So no matter where you are in life um, and who you spend your holidays with, you can find a way to do something more meaningful and hopefully uh, less expensive than um, the way we've been taught in America to do things. So we'll just start at the beginning of the year. We'll talk Valentine's Day. As children, we're taught to um, make uh, Valentine's Day containers for our desks at school. And then there's an expectation that you should buy Valentine's Day cards for everyone in the class. And I think that we should switch Valentine's Day to more about crafting and baking. So as we move through to adulthood, what happens is um, we go from having to buy Valentine's Day cards for everybody in our class to now there's this big um, tradition of you've got to buy flowers and you've got to buy um, candies and you've got to take the person out for dinner or if you don't have somebody special on Valentine's Day then you have to go hang out with your friends and so there's a lot of build up to to this um, particular holiday. And so how can we change the outline of, of that holiday and those expectations? So some ideas that I've come up with is what we do in my family, we call it un-Valentine's Day. Um, we pick a random day in the month of February to show our uh, gratitude toward the other person. And a lot of times my husband likes to buy me a potted plant. So it's something that can continue to live onward um, after the holiday is over. Um, or we like to have dinner or cook dinner together. And if you've got kiddos, maybe it's crafting. Maybe mom does something crafty with them to make a um, Valentine's Day present for their um, 
father and vice versa, or for the other parent. Or maybe it's baking. Maybe they bake uh, heart-shaped cookies and then they can decorate. And so it's, it's the quality time you get to spend with them and not um, what you bought and is it better than what happened last year. And, or, or you just, um, don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I have a few friends that don't celebrate Valentine's Day because we simply, um, show our appreciation for one another throughout the year. So if that's something that you see that they'd really, really like, um, you, you know, you purchase them a book or you take them out for dinner and it's a just because event. Um, because it's really about showing the people that we care about that we care about them. So does it have to break the bank? No, not really. Um, time. Time is worth more than the item, especially if they're little kitschy items that you get at the, at the store um, that's purchased for you. St. Patrick's Day. That's the next one I'm going to talk about. Not one that we typically talk about for spending money on, but there's a lot of stigma about making sure that you're around to, you know, go hang out at the pub and drink green beer, or maybe it's, um, I know a lot of people who buy a new t-shirt for their kids every year. So my quick thoughts on St. Patrick's Day is a couple fold. One, instead of buying the t-shirts, you can make you could decorate a t-shirt and then that way um again it's that quality time that kiddos get to spend with you uh or you do it as a whole family or maybe you decorate teachers t-shirts for one another and then exchange um and another item I thought about was a scavenger hunt if we're going to talk about the color green in St. Patrick's Day, why why not make it a fun uh, afternoon of scavenging for, for green things um, or having uh, green eggs and use a little food dye to, to make it a fun event without um, breaking the bank on it. Uh, Easter. Easter is an interesting one because if you have a, a uh, religious background, it is, has uh, got a significantly different meaning than if you don't follow a religious practice and you um, are doing the Easter baskets and the eggs and, and the Easter egg hunt and uh, instead of um, following your religious practice. So, but just like many of our, our holidays, religious or not, they have been taken over by the, um, commercialized companies. And so Easter is not about your religion anymore. It's about Easter baskets and the Easter bunny and, um, all the, the stuff once again. So taking it out of, of the context of, consumerism really sit back and think about not only Easter but what all each of these holidays mean to you um for your religion or or not uh depending on what fits into your lifestyle and remember that it doesn't have to mean candy and 
a commercial basket. One of the things we did when I was a child is we had the same basket, the same way you have the same stocking that's reused year after year. That way it's not a new basket being purchased every single year. Um, and then it was, it was not always candy. Sometimes it was something we needed, like maybe there were some socks in there or a piece of candy or, you know, things like that. Or, um, don't, don't buy Easter baskets at all. Instead, maybe you, um, talk about what that holiday means to you with your family. Uh, you can decorate eggs together and there's a lot of really cool ways to decorate eggs that don't involve purchasing the egg dyeing kits. Um, if you look up on Pinterest, you can find all sorts of things as far as, um, how to dye it with flowers and uh, beets and turmeric and things like that to kind of make it a science project instead of um, just, hey, we put this tab in the water and this is what happens. Um, you could do an Easter egg hunt or a scavenger hunt uh, of sorts um, to kind of um, bring that, that tradition along without completely, um, uh, breaking the bank on such things. And then food. I know a lot of times we look at, um, holidays as reasons to get together and it's weird this year with COVID. Um, but getting together and sharing food, do a potluck. So nobody's spending a ton of money on it and just enjoy one another's company is a great way to, to look at that kind of holiday. Um, the next one I want to talk about is independence day. Um, there's all sorts of fireworks booths that come out during independence day. And most of those are run, um, for some sort of charity. So if that's something you'd like to purchase and spend money on, by all means do it. But if you're on a budget or want to be on a budget and not have that as a line item, things like, uh, going to a big fireworks show would be a great idea. Um, in my hometown, they do one over the lake every year. And a lot of times you can see it from a backyard or going to a parade. Um, the kids get to see all the different things. Um, a lot of times they do pass out candy, uh, and there it's a, it's a fun activity that is truly an experience. Um, for them. I've only averaged like two parades a year. Um, there, we have a local veterans day parade and then we go down uh, a little way south of us to a 4th of July parade. Um, but it's that cool, unique experience that I remember from a kid of being able to watch the parades and having, um, say for veterans day, we would always have, um, a hot chocolate, um, for the parade and we'd almost always get to watch it with my dad and, um, you're bundled up and you're cold. And then at the very end, that's when Santa Claus, who's the very last, uh, float 
in the parade. You knew that was the A, the end of the parade. B, you're going to support the veterans. Um, we we made a big deal out of it. So there was also a pancake drive um, that morning. So we'd go have pancakes and then we'd have hot chocolate. And that's a memory that we have um, as children that that we'll never forget. Um, and, and same thing, again, in my hometown uh, for Independence Day, they do that same pancake breakfast. Um, and it's for or the Lions Club. And so that's a tradition we had. This is the first year in my memory that we haven't gone because of the COVID situation. It didn't happen this year, but we've always, that's, that's a thing we've always done since we were kids. And it's like, I don't know, six bucks a person or something, all you can eat. And it's for a good cause. So what I'm trying to say is, is if you're going to spend the money, why not be intentional of how you're spending the money that um, instead of going to buy Mart or uh, another box store for your um, individual fireworks, why not go to something that supports a local church or, or nonprofit? Um, but if you don't want to, um, parades are a great way, uh, big fireworks shows, Local firework shows are a great way to spend the time, as are um, uh, going to a barbecue with friends. Uh, so you're getting that communion uh, and that fellowship. Um, but again, make the barbecues potluck style because it can get expensive. Um, but then everybody's vested. Okay, next, Halloween. So I know that there's lots of thoughts, schools of thought when it comes to Halloween, um, from the um, pumpkins to the trick-or-treating to the costumes and um, the kiddos see the, the commercials and when they're in the um, stores, they see the costumes and they want to get a new costume and of course they're kids so they're growing and so their costume from last year doesn't fit them even if they did want to wear the same costume. And so even Halloween, um, if you couple that with living in town, can be expensive. Um, so some of my ideas were maybe doing a, um, a challenge to the children to make their own costumes. So then they've got to think a little creatively um, about what they want and how they can make their own costume um, out of things that they already have. Um, or they can, um, and then they can use that for um, a costume party maybe. Or maybe they do a... Um, painting or pumpkin carving party. The pumpkins tend not to be super expensive and they are a consumable item, um, but they, they can be composted. Most places, check this for your local stuff, but most places um, will allow you to put compost in your yard waste bin. And so if you have a yard waste bin, do that because it's so much better for uh, landfills. It's so much better for the landfills than it is uh, to put the, um, than it is to put the food waste in the uh, regular trash can. So you can even do that with your pumpkins after you've done that. 
Plus, I mean, going to a pumpkin patch is really fun. Uh, for a lot of kids, they don't spend a ton of time outside, and a lot of the local pumpkin patches have gotten um, really creative with having things like some cider or pies or a play structure or a petting zoo that you really can make it an entire day of um, fun things uh, that is really and truly a good experience for the children. Um, again, Halloween would be another great time to do a scavenger hunt. Um, you could even do a movie and the costume party or the movie doesn't have to be scary, um, depending on the age of the individuals. Um, but it can be a lot of fun too. And, uh, and then lastly, if you are going to trick or treat, um, check into your local fire departments and whatnot. Our local fire department will actually trade the children uh, who've trick-or-treated a cost per pound of candy um, and they'll actually earn some money that they can then save or do whatever with. I know someone that uh, lets their child pick a new toy. Um, I know somebody else who lets their child um, use that money for uh, Christmas presents. Uh, I know somebody else who has their child donate half of it and then save half of it. Um, and what do the uh, fire departments do with the candy that they're purchasing from the children? A lot of times they send it to the troops, which is really cool as well. Um, so those are some ideas for, for Halloween. Um, Christmas. Christmas is one where a lot of times you're just not going to get out of spending the money. But a couple of rules I have for Christmas is to, one, um, set a budget and stick to it. Two, don't go into debt for it. If you're putting Christmas stuff on a credit card, we need to rethink how we're spending our Christmas. Um, Christmas is obviously very commercialized. However, even Christmas, we can do some things that are free or uh, less expensive. Um, leading up to Christmas, things like in our local area, you can donate canned food for um, entry into um, a Christmas uh setup called storybook land that's fun for the kids to look at and there's a lot of anatomical things uh um and um, maybe you can go and look at a light show uh another really cool thing that we've done is done the zoo lights uh at christmas time and obviously you need to be a little older but we did this before we had kids and that was a blast we did dinner and then we went and saw the zoo lights together and that was a lot of fun um even for us adults uh, you can, again, you can make cookies, um, coming up at, or bake, bake different items coming up towards the Christmas season. Um, maybe going out and picking your own tree. Um, the research is, is that individual trees are actually better for the environment than buying artificial trees. Um, plus again, your, uh, family will get to kind of see the cycle of what this tree goes through as far as um, being cut down and then being decorated and needing to be watered to stay alive and then uh, then eventually being disposed of um, later in December or January. Uh, 
one, uh, I know a few people who donate toys and clothes. So that's the time that they go through all their kiddos' clothes, make sure everything fits. And then um, uh, one person has um, a big uh, cloth sack that she uses. And the, the kiddos need to put toys into the sack to get new toys. So uh, the story she tells her children is that... Um, Santa will fix up the toys that go into the sack and give them to other children. And then that way her children can have new toys that they want. Um, I know another uh, family that has a basket, like a laundry basket next to the Christmas tree. And the kids are encouraged to fill up the laundry basket with toys that they want to donate to other children. And then they can, uh, take that basket and they usually take that basket with the children to the donation center. And if the children fill up the basket more than once, they go more than once, but the kids get to see the process of what happens to their toys. Um, the children can also write letters to Santa and have those letters answered, which is really cool. The, I, I've had several people tell me that they do things like, um, for stockings, it's, or presents in general, they give the kids something they want, uh, and something they need and, um, something that they'll wear and something to read. And so they get several things from you, uh, slash Santa. Um, but they're going to get more stuff from other family members. And I'll talk about family member gifting in just a second, but you don't have to go all out because at the end of the day, what I remember and what several people I've talked to say they remember from their childhood is not what items they got. It was the environment and the things that go with it. So when we're talking about gifts uh, for Christmas, you can make a gift. Um, one of my sides of my family does just that. We all make gifts and then we exchange. So we know what we're getting, but it's still fun. One of us makes Kahlua and one of us makes fudge and one of us makes um, canned salsa and and so it's really about the the community um, relationship that we have with one another. Um, we can uh, do a soup kitchen maybe or um, one thing I remember from my childhood was purchasing. Um, the giving tree. So we still do that to this day. We always purchase a gift and fill it for somebody um, in need. That way the, the children can see kind of that this isn't just about them. It's about the relationship we have with the people around us and, and how we treat those around us, not only at Christmas time, but, but all year. Um, so other ideas to not get more physical clutter is to uh, potentially go on a trip. Um, the trip itself could be a Christmas present and an experience. Uh, purchase experiences like movie passes or uh, music class passes or um, swimming passes, things like that. And then also uh, money for a savings account is always a good idea. Um, so lots of ideas in that regard. Uh, birthdays. Birthdays, again, are going to be a lot hand in hand for Christmas, in my opinion. Um, 
as far as like donating toys and clothes, um, making gifts for each other, uh, going on trips, purchasing experiences, putting money into the savings account, things like that. Um, so talking briefly about expectations. So if you have, uh, implemented rules about, uh, holidays with your family and friends, let them know as early as possible. Don't say two days before Christmas or before a birthday, Hey, we don't want any gifts because they've probably already purchased something. Um, but set that expectation early. So if you have a birthday coming up and you set up a, a, uh, Facebook, um, event right in there, Hey, some of the things my kid can use is diapers, um, use toys that your kiddo doesn't want anymore, money for his savings account, um, or maybe a pass to go to the swimming pool. And then you're giving people gift ideas and they, they don't have to just come up with something. Um, but you kind of can direct where those gifts are happening or your presence is present enough. Meaning that you just being here is awesome and we appreciate you and we don't need a gift item because we're here for the experience. Um, so really thinking about each and every single one is teaching children by example. They're going to do what you do. So if you're really focused on what physical item can I purchase or what physical item am I going to get, they're going to learn that as well. But if you really focus on the traditions and the communion and the relationships and the, the experiences that you provide, they're going to focus on that too. And, and really as a family unit, talk about holiday traditions. Um, my son's too, and we've had the conversation about how we're going to address Santa Claus because by next year he's going to understand what that means and, um, talk about things like the Easter bunny and the tooth fairy and who, uh, who you want to involve in the magical time that is childhood, but also maybe talk about what each holiday means and, and, what I liked about a lot of these examples is that a lot of them can be turned into science and learning experiences. So we as parents are homeschooling essentially or distance learning for our children. Why not turn, you know, crafts and baking into arts and science? Why not turn uh, decorating shirts into arts and then add in um, dying carnations or daffodils for a science project or, um, cooking and dying eggs for a, um, a science project for both of them. And then an egg hunt for deductive reasoning, you know, things like that can, can really be brought into our, um, experience overall as well. Um, so these are a lot of thoughts. I'm going to attach a couple of resources here. Um, Pinterest is where I go for all things crafty, uh, a link by the crazy coupon lady for, um, things to do instead of trick-or-treating. And then there's also a link by National Today talking about extra holidays, different things that you can do. Like I didn't even touch on all of the crazy things like, um, 
uh, Pi Day or um, Dr. Seuss Day or anything like that that can also be included um, in the cost of holidays. Um, so take a look at those and see if there's some things that maybe you um, are going to do or try that, that don't involve money. And if you do that, um, tag me on Instagram at wanting to wealthy and let me know, uh, what you were doing and what you enjoyed and, um, and all the things. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Wanting to Wealthy podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you and all of your support. It means the world to me. I would love to continue the conversation over on Instagram at Wanting to Wealthy. You can always send me a DM with thoughts, questions, ideas for future podcasts, or anything else you would like to share with me. Until next time.